And we're back. Something like that. <laughs> Hi, guys. Put my microphone back on. <laughs> uh. Hi, everybody. Sorry is... for the... Oh, welcome to Chronicles of Fiction. Yeah, that. I'm Beth. I'm Sierra. Um, sorry for the delay in uploading, guys. We had an emergency in our family this yeah. past week, and we just weren't able to to get to it on Tuesday, so... Um, but, unfortunately for you, we're back. Unfortunately, guys, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I tried to do this on Saturday, and Sierra wouldn't let me. She was like, no, we can do it Thursday night. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. It's fine, no, I don't it's mind. Fine. I'd rather get out of the way. <laughs> Just get it over with. <laughs> it's awful. How's everyone's week been? Wawa, how was your week? Uh, I don't remember most of it. <laughs> Exhausting. So, I'm officially working at Sheets now. And so I'm getting up at 5.30, except for this morning when I my alarm just sit there and played for 20 minutes, and I didn't hear it. <laughs> and <laughs> Caleb, I'm looking at you. You better make sure she gets in bed on time from I now know, on. I know, I know, I know, I know. Ugh. And for those of you who don't know what Sheets is, it's basically the same thing as Wawa. It's <laughs> <laughs> fun and exciting. Yeah. I've had nothing going on in my week. Yeah. After dealing with family stuff, I just dug right back into work. And, and, and such yeah. is life. Such is life. We just sat here and watched the um, new Spider-Man trailer. And we I don't so know what good. to make of it. Really? I'm so killing many levels of confused. The Spider-Man trailer? Why? Yeah. I don't, well, like, well, I can't admit why on air. Then everybody will know I have I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I have pride. <laughs> No, we're gonna be honest. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> so, well, I guess we'll talk about what we're doing this week. Oh yeah, and probably in the weeks to come. Um, we're gonna be reading a book by Garethor Dunedain. I'm sorry, dude. I tried to pronounce that. <laughs> well, I got it wrong for like two and a half years because nice. I pronounced it Garethor. And what is it? Garethor. Not gear. That's so similar. I know. But I pronounced it like gear instead of gear. Garethor Dunedain. Yeah. Okay. So reading one of his works. Yes. It's a book. Correct? Yes. It's... I'm sorry if I screw this up. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but it's... A lot of you have probably at least heard of it if you haven't already read it. If you haven't read it, I don't really know what you've been doing with your time. <laughs> Um, but it's Sands of Rune, which for the longest time I had no idea how to pronounce that until we were all, like, voice chatting. I would have been, like, run. <laughs> run away! It's literally only one letter different than yeah. actual run. Run. So. It just makes me think of that Vine. It's like, run. <laughs> Vine was, like, a little bit after. I was a little bit too old for Vine when it came out. See, I got into Vines after they... <laughs> After they were gone, and so I just sit on YouTube it for... It didn't last very long. No, there's, there's a reason. <laughs> they're not very good. Yeah, no, they're But not, I love they're them. Good. Never, you know, that's what YouTube is great for. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> uh, we had put a vote to this last episode, and y'all mm -hmm. agreed that y'all wouldn't mind hearing a book, so... Um, a lot of it'll probably depend on, like, how long the chapters are and how long... First of all, how long we ramble. 
Yeah. And then also how much we talk about it in between um, as far as like how many we'll do. I'm thinking it'll probably be around two, maybe three. Yeah, depending on... Yeah, yeah. it just kind of depends. We're going to try well, to keep these episodes at an hour or less. Or, yeah. Um, for y'all's sake and for ours. Yeah, mostly for ours because... For a lot for <laughs> No, yours. for mostly y'all's. <laughs> That's what we're telling them. That's what we're telling them. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all. All five of you. All five. Actually, that's not. Caleb, even... you don't count. You listen no, too many you times are, over you again. No, you are. You are. You're screwing up our playlist. <laughs> our number of plays. Yeah. And he's biased. It's cool though. I'm pretty excited to read this. I'm reading it on my computer, so if if there's a pause in it, it just means that something popped up, and I have to wait for it to go away. Like. Electronics. We were Amish. We don't know how to do electronics. <laughs> Wait, have you told Caleb that? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I don't want him to be like texting in the middle of this and be like, "What? What? We're over. We're done." <laughs> no. uh, All right. Well, I guess we'll just dive right into it. Yeah. We'll talk about the concerts and stuff afterwards. Yeah. So okay. y'all have to stay tuned to be able to hear. Yeah, about we have something this. really exciting to announce afterwards. Yeah. That um. The author of this book and Sierra are kind of doing it together. I'm not mm-hmm. really doing it because I'm, sure. I'm, I'm too old and tired, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about it after this. So we're going to start We're gonna start with the prologue. Because, um, good grief, he's got to have his prologues. Oh, sorry. boy. <laughs> I don't particularly care for prologues, but that's just a personal opinion. Yeah. I haven't actually read this version. So it's probably good. Well, I'll probably appreciate it because I've read all of these books already. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't remember most of them. Are you going to help me out with the pronunciation? I'm going to try, but you all know. Right. I'm, I'm sorry, Gareth or Duna Dine, if I mispronounce. Just call him Caleb. <laughs> <Just don't. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh. I want to meet him in battle and be like... I finally meet you, Gareth or Duna Dine, prepared to die. I'm just kidding. But not really. But kind of. <laughs> And I'm gonna be single again. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. This is the prologue to the Sands of Rune. Heavy iron-shod boots stirred up the desert's sand beneath them, swirling it into the dry desert air. The sun, distorting and undulating and the heat waves that rose from the ground beat down upon the columns of armored soldiers, snaking up and down the wave-like dunes like a great bronze serpent. I let a rasping cough as the hot dust entered my lungs, watching as the line disappeared over the nearest dune. I hated marching. The rough, heavy boots I wore chafed against my toes, and I could bear- and I could already feel the warm, slippery blood beginning to gather between them, mixing with the coarse grains of sand that had managed to creep in as well. As I adjusted the crested helmet I wore, I couldn't help but wish for the light leather armor I had favored only days before, before everything had changed. You, eyes front, an officer cried as he bolted by on an armored bay steed. Whether he was speaking to me or not, I fixed my gaze ahead once more, eager to blend in and stand out as little as possible. Soon we would depart the harsh deserts of Rune, for we had orders to march on the faraway realm of Gondor, a place that I had only heard of in stories and legends. A land of fair-haired men and shining white towers that reached to the heavens a forest greener than the finest emeralds. A realm that was, to our advantage, accustomed to relative peace. 
<clears throat> we had been told that our foe would be few in number and ill-prepared, an easy target for the golden horde of the Khan. It would be nothing like the pit. If you don't know what the pit is, it's... Never mind. I should probably tell you the whole story from the beginning. The pit, the training, how I got here. Who I am. It's a long, sad story, so be prepared. Ready? Good. Then allow me to begin. Also, guys, if that is him texting you, I swear to God. No, that was your phone. (laughs) 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 Um, This takes place, um, I think it said a year before Frodo departs for... That sounds right. Um, I think that's what it said. Caleb, correct me if I'm wrong, or actually correct Sierra. Whoa. If I'm wrong. <laughs> um, but I think that's what I read. It takes place a year before Frodo sets out with the Fellowship. Alright, chapter one. Training begins. Oh, yes, I can scroll. Thank goodness. <laughs> I hate holding the mouse down. <clears throat> Chapter 1, training begins. Whoosh. I dodged as a blade passed within mere inches of my face. The whir, herald, the whir heralding is dangerously close passing. I quickly propelled myself into the air, swinging both legs at my opponent in a powerful drop kick. Hey, I know what drop kicks are. <laughs> you wrestling. <laughs> they fell to the ground in a cloud of dust, and I leapt on top of them, a dagger in my hand as I covered their throat with a, with a keen blade. All right. I'm trying to picture this in my head. He propelled himself to in the air, giving a powerful drop kick. They fell to the ground, and then he jumped on top of them, a dagger in his hand, as he covered their throat with a blade. Okay, very cool. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Enough, a voice yelled from the sidelines. I stood and offered my hand to my opponent, a dark-skinned girl the same age as me, 19. All right, he already has pointers with me, because the fact that it's a girl... And they're not just guys. What? Good job, Tim. <laughs> okay. <coughs> she took it and narrowed her walnut brown eyes, an expression I had become quite familiar with by now. Our trainer, a short, muscle bound man who was completely bald save a dark top knot. What is that? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Walked into the dueling <laughs> ring. Is it like a man bun? Like worse? Ooh, maybe. Maybe it's a Ooh. middle or <laughs> man bun. <laughs> Okay, whether it is or not, that's what it is now. Yep, that's, that's all I'm picturing now. <laughs> Our trainer, a short, muscle-bound man who was completely bald save a dark top knot, walked into the dueling ring, the stormy glare he gave revealing that he was not pleased. All right. Leia... Leila? I don't know. I thought you asked him about these. Not that one. Sorry. Alright, sorry, Caleb, if I'm butchering it. Well, okay, here, look, if you want to. I already see one, like, one sentence down that I'm like, I don't I don't know. Which one? Rukil. Rukil? Okay. Yeah. So just like it's. Okay. Yeah. Layla, you were sloppy to say the least. Rukil, you were a little too slow, but I feel like it's because you weren't actually trying. He spoke with a harsh accent, typical of those from Southern Rune, but his tone held a surprising lack of emotion. Layla, my opponent, looked down in shame. I turned back. Oh, God, sorry. The week is catching up with me. (laughs) (laughs) The week caught up with me on Wednesday. (laughs) Layla, my opponent, looked down in shame. I turned back to our trainer, raising a gloved hand defensively. She's merely tired. She will do better next time. And she nearly bested me with that swing, I countered. 
instinctively protective of my training partner. Our trainer looked at me skeptically. You always say that, Rukil. She'll do better next time, or her leg was injured. Enough excuses. I cannot have weak fighters for the pit, you know this. With that, he looked at Layla with a slight amount of sympathy, his only concession to any sort of emotion at all, then turned, stalking away to no doubt reprimand other fighters. <coughs> Layla not Layla Oh, she's just gonna have to be like <laughs> Layla and I made our way back to our tent. Her shoulders slumped slightly in disappointment. We entered and she dropped her weapons at the entrance, moving to her bed, sitting down on the side of it, staring blankly at the wall of the tent. I went and sat beside her, saying nothing, nothing as I silently wondered what she might be thinking. She wasn't a fighter and we both knew it. She tried as hard as she could, but in the pits, trying wouldn't do. I looked over at her sympathetically. Layla, I... She cut me off. No, Roquel. Don't try to make me feel better. Not this time. I know I'm terrible at fighting, and there's nothing I can do to change that. They'll send us both to the pit in a few weeks, and... She trailed off and looked at me with fear in her eyes. I tried to appear confident as I replied. Layla, you will be ready, but we have to practice more, alright? I'll make sure you leave the pit unscathed. She smiled at... She smiled uncertainly at me. Her smile always melted me, but it also made it difficult for me to think. I looked at her for a moment, trying to focus and figure out what to say next, but she spoke before I had the chance. <coughs> I know you'll do what you can, but very few leave the pit alive. You know that as well as I do. I rested a comforting hand on her shoulder. Then let's make sure that we are some of those few. I stood up and grabbed a bamboo branch that was propped in the corner of the tent. The familiar smoothness of the haft, natural in my... The familiar smoothness of the half natural in my worn felt oh I don't know I think it's missing some words in this <laughs> which one the familiar smoothness of the half felt natural in my worn hands I feel like the word felt should be there right uh, wait but is half is half the word that we just don't know oh they're good man yeah, no. I don't know the familiar smoothness of the half natural in my own hands spell check I mean. It's not spell check. It's what was it called when you go through this to make sure you got every all the words? Editing. <laughs> Editing. Something he hates doing. I can't tell. I'm just kidding. No. I picked up another and tossed it to Layla. She caught it and laughed for a moment, forgetting her fear. Her laugh made my heart leap, but as always, I kept it from showing. I grinned roguishly back. Let's train, shall we? We trained all day and late into the evening. Hours passing like minutes as we danced under the hot desert sun. By the time it disappeared... Oh my goodness, you guys. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to yawn to this whole thing. Uh, <clears throat> By the time it disappeared behind the western dunes, we were both drenched in sweat and our heavy breathing was the only sound that broke the silence of the desert that was quickly falling asleep. You're improving, I exclaimed as I rubbed a bruise on my arm. She had only beaten me once, but overall her performance was significantly better than before. Oh, stop, Layla laughed as she punched me lightly in the shoulder. You know you weren't giving it your best. You let me win. She raised an eyebrow challengingly. No, I didn't, I acted indignant, watching her expression change to a grin. Well, you were using a mace, which you yourself said was your worst weapon. Perhaps, but you still won handily. I twirled a bamboo staff in my hand and laughed as I watched Layla scrunch, up her, scrunch her face up. Next time, give it your best, she smirked and walked past me. I shook my head and followed her back to the tent. I, it was still strange sharing a tent with someone else. 
I had only left home a month before, and I had lived in a tent of my own there. In fact, it was unusual having a friend of any sort. Most of my life, I had been alone. <clears throat> it was even stranger to think <clears throat> that I had only known Layla for a month. She had quickly become one of my best friends, and we spent all of our time together. Not that we had any choice. The two of us had been assigned as each other's partners, and when the time came to fight in the pit, we would fight on a team. More practice tomorrow? Layla lo looked over at me curiously. Of course, and the day after that, and the day after that, until you are completely sick and tired of being around me. I chuckled as I set my staff down in the corner of the tent. I highly doubt that I would tire of your presence, she assured as she made her way. To oh, the you entrance. will. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just when somebody said that's just my ultimate. It's like, no, you will. You'll get. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ignore me. <clears throat> um. I need to talk with our trainer. I'll return in a little while. Try not to get into any trouble. How could I when you're taking all the trouble with you? I retorted with a mischievous grin. Oh, boy. He's laying it on. Thank you. Layla snorted and rolled her eyes, turning away, disappearing through the tent flaps. I let out a tired yawn and leaned back on the pile of furs I used for a bed. After a moment, I lazily reached under the furs, producing an elegant necklace that I had hidden there. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> it cost nearly a year's wage, but it was beautiful. The chain was made of silver, and a pendant hung from it that was made of a large sapphire surrounded by two saber cat teeth. What? I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <clears throat> Caleb, what are you doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> now, just for a good time to give it to her, I thought for a moment. Giving it to Layla during training would be odd, to say the least. I wanted the moment to be special. We rarely had time to do much else, but every once in a while, our master would let us go to the nearest town to pick up supplies, and those were the days I cherished most. Aha, I thought, as the beginnings of a plan sprang into my mind. <clears throat> no sooner had I decided upon a course of action when Layla returned, an exasperated look on her face. I opened my mouth to speak, but she beat me to it. I don't understand why he wants me to fight in the pit. He himself said I'm the worst fighter he's trained in years. She seemed on the verge of tears. It was difficult for me to understand how she felt. All my life I had done nothing but fight. It came naturally to me. But despite this, I wanted to help her feel better in whatever small way I could. Layla, it's alright. Oh, I get it. Oh, sorry, guys. I know you never... Sorry. <laughs> I know you never wanted this, but you'll get through it. We'll get through it. I closed the distance between us, lowering my voice in an attempt to reassure her. Homeboy be flirting hard. <laughs> she just <laughs> He is trying very hard. Very hard. She looked up at me with tears in her eyes. Why does it have to be this way? The innocence I saw there, it was unlike anything I had seen before. She didn't belong here. She had never told me much about her past, but I knew that she hadn't been born into one of the warrior's tribes like I was. She had been sold into this way of life. She was too good for this world of suffering and hardship, and I knew that I wasn't. I looked down, unsure of how to answer her. I, I don't know, Layla. I don't know. Taking me off guard, Layla put her arms around me and rested her head on my chest, her tears staining my supple leather armor. <laughs> my heart skipped a beat, and I awkwardly put my arms around her, hoping that somehow she would feel a small amount of assurance in my embrace. 
How long ago did he write this? <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a while. He said he doesn't like all. Of, he doesn't like all of this up until this certain part. That's probably a few chapters in. Oh boy. So he's, he was cringing too. <laughs> I'm cringing together. I had never felt the comfort of someone's arms around me. I had been raised to shun this sort of closeness with anyone, for closeness was nothing more than a liability to a warrior. It was a wholly new experience, and it was one that I didn't mind despite the circumstances. We both stayed motionless for a while, sharing in the companionable silence. After a moment, I spoke. I won't let anything happen to you. You'll be safe. I whispered the words softly with much more confidence than I felt. She pulled away just enough to look up at me. That is all I need to feel safe. I smiled reassuringly at her. Do you want to take a break from training tomorrow? I thought perhaps it'd be nice to go into into town. I'll ask Master to kill. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> we can in the morning. Layla's face lit up with a smile and she carefully wiped the tears from her eyes. I'd love to. I let go of her and made my way over to my makeshift bed. Get some sleep then. You'll need your energy. The nearest town is a ten mile walk from here. Ew. <laughs> she let out a tired sigh. That's quite the distance. I agree. It'll be worth it, I promise, I assure her, closing my eyes as I stretched out on the furs. A moment of silence followed before she spoke again, her voice softer. Thank you for making me feel safe, Rukil. It's Rukil, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It took me forever to get that done. <coughs> no, wait. Come back. Come, come back. back. What happened to it? I don't know. What'd you do? Oh. I felt my heart skip a beat at her words. I had never felt this way before, and though it was foreign to me, I welcomed it. As I drifted into the calming embrace of a slumber, of slumber, I promised myself that I would keep her safe no matter what. Chapter 2. An Unexpected Visitor. You stole that straight from The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's actually an unexpected journey. Yeah. The chapter. Not an unexpected visitor. I think it's no. a dinner guest in The Hobbit. I don't know. We can find out. No, it's okay. Okay, that means I don't have to stand up. I think it's a dinner an guest and then an unexpected party. Oh, yeah, maybe it is. Yeah. No, I'm just mixing it all up. It's an unexpected something or other. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay, let me make sure I can scroll. The next day was heralded in by the hot sun beating down on the desert below, as usual. This part of Rune was always hot. I still wasn't used to it. I came from the door... I... I have no idea. You know what? You have ultimately failed. <laughs> and we're supposed to get the pronunciations I... of these. Oh, heck no. Alright. Dor... Dor... Uh, Dorgeshi? What's Sorry if I'm butchering this, Caleb. Hello. I came from the Dorgeshi Highlands in the north, which were constantly battered by cold winds and storms. I pulled the crimson cloth of my head wrap over, to my, over my face to protect my skin from the sun's rays, casting a pensive glance beside me at Layla. She seemed to be used to the hot weather and was walking at a steady pace. We had started early on the journey to the village and were making good time. I've never asked before, where are you from? It felt strange asking her. I probably should have asked much sooner than now, but though our friendship was strong, it hadn't been based upon conversation. <coughs> we had grown close through sparring, and though it may, may have seemed like a strange way for a friendship to form to others, it was normal to me. Neither of us knew much about the other, save what little we had discussed in the past. I knew that she hadn't always been a slave, though, and it had always intrigued me. Oh, my goodness. Layla smiled as if at a distant memory. I'm from... Oh, boy. Where? 
Ooh. <laughs> it's the alphabet. Like a lot of it. <laughs> I'm from Morgathrone. Yeah. Mm. I haven't been there in many years, though. I was captured when I was... She counted on her fingers. Twelve, perhaps eleven. It's been a while, but I do remember my home. I smiled, I smiled at her nostalgic expression, attempting to conjure up an image of the massive capital city of Rune. Tell me about it. Her lies lit up with excitement as she remembered. Well, Morgathrone was quite large and full of people from all manner of distant lands. Mercant settlers, bands of wandering mercenaries, we saw them all. Slavers, too. At this, her expression momentarily clouded over before she seemed to shake off the bad memory. We lived in the Sand District, which is the poorer part, poorer part of the city, but we had a good life. My father was a blacksmith. Still is, most likely. At this, her voice trailed off. My expression betrayed by surprise. Your parents weren't enslaved? It was unusual for slaves to have families that were still free. It, wasn't even, it was even more unusual in my mind that her family hadn't even tried to find her. No, just me, she sighed wistfully. How did it happen? Layla took a deep breath. I was playing in the streets with some friends. I ran into an alley to hide from them, and a man grabbed me. He took me to, to a camp outside of town, and then we traveled over the Sorrowing Sea to Runakesh, where I was sold to Master to kill. I'm sorry, I said. The thought of how much better her life could have been filled could have been filled me with sadness, for though I couldn't possibly imagine a free life, it always seemed like a grand way to live. Don't be. I would have met you if it hadn't happened. She smiled, almost as if to reassure me. How did you get here? I raised an eyebrow. Don't you know? She shook her head, and I realized she probably hadn't been old enough to have heard about my tribe. The Dorgeshi have trials at the age of 13. The best warriors among us fight to the death, and the winners get sent to the most, most wealthy lords to train for the pit. It's brutal, but it ensures that our chances of succeeding in the pit are higher. Since we're the smallest tribe, we're only required to levy a few fighters a year. Layla looked at me in shock. So you... you killed children? I had to. I wasn't given a choice to participate, and I was... practically one myself. My father is, or was, the chieftain of our tribe and never cared about me. He raised me to fight, and that's all. I spoke the words with a hint of bitterness. Though that life was past, I still harbored feelings of anger toward the man who had forced me to live that way. To live the way I had. Father was a term that I only used as a description. He had never been that to me. I'm sorry. That must have been hard. Leila looked at me with sorrow in her eyes. It's all I've ever known. To be honest, being a slave has been an improvement. But you're not technically a slave, right? She seemed confused. Technically, no. I'm a volunteer. But in reality, I'm a slave, since I had no choice in the matter and I am treated the same as one. Why aren't you the heir to your father's rule? I snorted. My older brother Ramil is, but he is fat and lazy and has been pampered his whole life. He, his rule will most likely be short and bloody. Other opportunistic tribesmen will see his weakness and take advantage of it. Your tribe sounds exciting, Layla said with a hint of sarcasm. Did I mention my father has twelve wives? I never knew which one was my mother. Our tribe is very exciting, as you so aptly worded it, I laughed. That sounds like a hard life, though. No parents who cared about you. Did you have friends? Yes, several, though friend is sort of a relative term. My closest friends went to the pit a couple years ago. 
My closest friend went to the pit. Did he survive? I pulled the head wrap over my face tighter to keep the heat off my skin. Yes, I heard he joined the Royal Guard. I haven't talked to him since then, though. Ooh, I secretly hope we get to meet this friend. I know, me too, and I read this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Layla remained silent, and we continued to walk slowly along the weather-beaten road. Little brush of any sort grew here, and large, formless dunes seemed to go on forever like great sandy waves. The sun constantly beat down upon it. <sighs> Withering any plants brave enough to emerge from the brittle ground. Those few that did survive hid in the shadows of the tall, jagged rocks that sprung from the landscape like the teeth of a great beast. Suddenly, I was scanning the area around us. I saw movement near a rock to the right. I tensed and grabbed Layla's arm. What is it? she asked worriedly. I'm not sure. Something moved behind that rock. I nodded my head in the direction of the rock, trying to be subtle. Bandits? Layla said and put a hand to the sword at her side. I don't think so. This is a bad place to ambush someone. I looked around at our surroundings. Other than the rock, there were really no good places to hide. <clears throat> Lost my spot. There was a tall dune to our left, but it was too far away from the road to be an effective ambush spot. Without warning, a huge sand-colored creature jumped from behind the rock and on top of me, not giving me a chance to draw my daggers. I was face to face with a huge cat, its yellow eyes glaring inches away from me, its long teeth clamped open, preparing to bite my neck. Thick, filmy saliva dripped, dripped from its jaws, stinking of, a sick, stinking of sick and rotted flesh. I pushed against the beast with all my strength, but it slowly was overpowering me. Abruptly, it jumped back with a cry. Layla's blade had pierced its side, and it roared in pain and frustration at having lost its prey. I sprang to my feet and pulled out my curved daggers. One of them left my hand with incredible speed, lodging into the massive cat's eye. Blood spurted from it as the cat began clawing at its face in pain. I leapt towards the cat and surgically stabbed at its neck, right into the jugular vein. I ripped my other dagger from its eye and stabbed the other side of its neck. Warm blood spurted from its neck onto me as the cat shook and collapsed to the ground, dead before it even landed upon the hot sand. I wrung my hands after sheathing my blades, attempting in vain to clean them of the warm, sticky blood that now covered them. Well, that was dramatic. <laughs> that was dramatic. <laughs> I raised an eyebrow and looked at the dead cat. What exactly is that? Layla smirked at the expression on my face, but I could see that she was still shaking from the encounter. That is a saber cat, one of the most dangerous predators in the area. I remember the town guard of my home city would often post bounties for them. Do they not have those up north? They do. They're just much smaller and have longer, grayer fur. I wiped the blood away from my eyes as best I could. They didn't usually attack men, though. Does he not have a necklace for her that has saber teeth on that? Wouldn't he know? Well, what if he was... Well, I don't know. What if he didn't kill the thing? Yeah, but he knew what they were, I think. Maybe. I mean, well, he knows what the smaller ones are like. Maybe oh. he got it. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's a smaller It's a smaller one. That's lame, but no. <laughs> uh, they're quite aggressive. At least the ones here are. I remember stories of them becoming accustomed to human flesh, and sometimes they would only hunt men once they had grown so accustomed. Layla said, shuddering as she stared at the massive body of the cat. Oh, my God. Ugh. 
We should keep moving, I said, noting her discomfort. The scent of blood may attract other predators. You're right. Let's go. The sooner we arrive, the sooner we can rest, she replied, casting one last apprehensive glance over her shoulder at the beast before following me down the dusty path. Who's texting you? Um, it's just notifications, but I am trying to see if the girl I work with. Oh, that's right. What? What did Josh do? <clears throat> we arrived at the village an hour or so later. It was a relatively small place by the name of Vereen. Hmm, where? <laughs> Let's go with that. This sounds cool. But since it was one of the only towns in this part of the vast desert, it was bustling with people who had come there to trade. Layla, Layla, Layla and I looked out of place among the civilians, our padded leather armor and daggers making us stand out as what they probably assumed were cell swords. I, I don't know what that is. Neither. One particular man seemed to notice after a few moments of us aimlessly wandering the streets and approached us. You wouldn't happen to be mercenaries, would you? He asked with a harsh southern runic accent. If I knew the accent, I would use it, but I don't know what I He was short, heavy set, and had luxurious clothes on. Clothes that, from my limited knowledge, were likely far above those folk around here. Oh, far above those that folk around here could afford. Why are you asking? I asked evenly, curious at the man's attention. I'm in the business of hiring soldiers, the portly man said, choosing his words carefully. There was something about him that seemed slimy, and I didn't like it. You will have to speak with our master, I said, hoping to deter him. We are pit fighters, not soldiers. You'd do better to look in... Runakesh, or perhaps Morgothrone. I feel like I'm totally botching that. I don't know, but this sounds cool, so... <laughs> Where is he? Your master, I mean, the man inquired, not being put off so easily. I frowned slightly, unsure of how to deal with this strange fellow. He has a camp several miles outside of town, I said, but surely there are other mercenaries that would be easier, easier to acquire the services of. No, I like the looks of you two. Though you will have to prove your prowess sooner or later, the man said in a strange tone. But regardless, take me to your master. I sighed. This trip wasn't going as planned at all. I was hoping to spend a nice day with Layla, but now there really wasn't much I could do. As slaves, we would be punished severely if we didn't obey this man, whose clothing and self-important bearing made it apparent that he was at least of the upper class, if not a dignitary of some sort. I had seen enough of those in my father's court to sense their conniving ways. Very well, I said calmly, trying to hide my annoyance. I looked over at Layla. Her face was unreadable. It will be a long walk, I said, and looked down at the man's bulging stomach with disdain. I doubted he could walk that far, given his substantial weight. The man noticed and narrowed his eyes, then changed his expression abruptly into a smile. I have horses enough for us all. It will be no trouble. I rolled my eyes. This wasn't going to be good. Very interesting. We returned to camp by dusk. The air was significantly cooler now, and I felt the wind bite against my uncovered arms. The fat man, as I had taken to calling him in my mind, was breathing heavily, and his round face was covered in sweat. I felt bad for his poor horse, who looked disproportionately small compared to his rider. As we rode into the camp, I couldn't help but fix a sour gaze upon the back of the fat man's smooth head. Not only had he ruined my plans, but he had also relentlessly philandered with Layla for most of the journey. There had been at least three instances where I had wanted to kill him, and Layla's patient smile had been the only thing that stayed my hand. 
Layla is already a better person than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I would have just let my horse fall back slowly and just been like, mm, bye. bye. <clears throat> Our master sleepily emerged from his tent, which was by far the largest in the camp, and greeted the fat man with a bow. I am to kill at your service. Balin. At your service. At your service. He followed this with a masked yawn. The fat man bowed his large head, a thin sheen of sweat reflecting in the setting sun. I am called Ras Rasa. Your property here intrigued me. I have need of their services. I cringed at the fat man calling us property. I glanced over at Layla, and she was glaring at the man. I reached over and put a hand on her arm, which seemed only to calm her slightly. Master Jekyll smiled, his thin mustache turning up with his lips. I am flattered, but I do not usually hire out my fires. The fat man grinned. This is not an ordinary circumstance, my friend. Come, let us talk in private. I have a proposition for you. With that, the two men entered Master Jekyll's tent, leaving Layla and I alone. We were both still mounted on the borrowed horses. The nerve of him, Layla growled, her face reddening with anger. Calm down, Layla. Being angry will not solve anything, I said, trying to stay calm myself. I had been mistreated many times, and it was nothing unusual for me. But for someone to belittle Layla in such a way, it took everything in me to keep from acting out. They think we can just be bartered like property, she spat on the ground. That's why we must win at the pit. We can both be free that way. I spoke silently, but with determination. She would be free again, one way or another. I subconsciously put my hand into the pouch at my side, and when I felt the cool metal of the necklace brush against my fingers, I remember why we had made the journey in the first place. Better <sighs> better to give it to her later, I thought. Let's go get some sleep. We can leave the horses here. I dismounted and tied the horse at a nearby post and waited for Layla to do the same. I looked over at our master's tent and narrowed my eyes. I had a growing feeling that things wouldn't be the same after this. And I was right. Where are we at on time? 38 minutes and 34 seconds. Do you think we should read one more? Um, I think we could probably wait. Okay. Because that would put us over an hour. Yeah, I'm thinking. If you roll your mouse up here, it tells you how long it takes to read it. Or not. Because it's like, like on my laptop, if I roll it over the blue, it's like it takes this many minutes to read. Oh, yeah, no, Which makes fine, me upset I... because like I'll spend two hours editing something and then it's like, LOL, this takes 15 minutes to read. <laughs> if that. If that. Alright, so two chapters down. And I really like it, except for the whole, you know, he's head over heels he's in love head with over her. Heels. No yeah. offense, Kayla, but it's just, yeah. So I'm going to leave this up here. I don't find it. I think um, it's this is going to be really fun because we're able to get deeper yeah. into something. Yeah, and uh, you, yeah, you're able to really get um, to know these characters. Yeah. And which means we're probably going to cry. Does he like to kill his characters like you do? Nah, dang. Nah, dang. <laughs> Here comes the about that um i really enjoyed it so far 
Me too. I've forgotten most of that. I'm I'm excited to really get into it. Yeah, because his his writing gets so much better. Like, it's already good, but, like, it gets a lot better, and the story really gets... Yeah. It gets really good. From what I I remember, I don't remember the details, because, like, I'm reading it, and I'm like... Or, well, you're reading it. And I'm like, whoa, this makes so much sense now. Uh, yeah, just by the end of that second chapter, I was already invested. And I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, now i got to see what happens. Yeah. What, is this, what does this guy just, want with them? Especially yeah. when you read the prologue and he's, like, marching towards Gondor. And you're like, yeah. well, how, does, what is, how do you bridge from that to that? You <laughs> know, help. Like, well, it's been probably two years oh, okay. since I've read it. Yeah. And then, because, like, I think he wrote it. He wrote it really quickly. Yeah. And then I, like, marathoned it. And then he disappeared off Wattpad for, like, six months. Well, he had basic training, and so he was just, like, gone. I was like, well, okay. (laughs) 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 And then he came back and finished the series. But, um... Oh, wait, I guess that's important. So, technically, this is the second book. But it doesn't, um, intertwine until the third book. So you can go back and read... Lastborn is the first book. Um... So, but that's about different characters. So it's that book, and then Sands of Rune, and then Defenders of Middle-Earth. And that's when the two stories and all the characters come together, I oh. think. Oh, okay. So I guess if we want to read the third one, we'll have, we'll have to, to go back and read the first yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. We should do that, because that means... Okay, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell you all this, but he's <laughs> low-key editing the first book. Mm. See, now, I have, now he's on. This has been recorded. <laughs> and so now he has to. Now he has to do it. Now he has to. Um, and so that would force him to edit it. I'm, I'm a lover of trilogies. So yeah. this makes me very happy. Especially when he, if he's going to take two books that are separate yeah. and then combine them for the third one. Like, to me, I think that it's sounds... the third and... The, is there four books? Oh. Sorry. What's a four book one? A quadrilogy? I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's just called a series. A series. Um, but uh, uh, that to me sounds so intriguing. I would absolutely love to to read all yeah. that. So please edit that so we edit can read that. it. Edit that, please. <laughs> so we can read it. Uh, do you want to talk about the contest? Yes, contest. What was it called? See, I wrote it all on a napkin here in pretty purple. Um, oh, okay. The... Um, Distant Lands Awards. Um, honestly, most of y'all may have already heard about it, but basically he's doing a contest, a writing contest. It's like for one-shots. Um, and I don't know how to explain this. Well, it's a contest to, on con- what pad? Right. What was it called again? The Distant Lands Awards. Basically, it's called that because... Um, and maybe I'll try and put that in the description that I've been failing to put in. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> um, because the requirements are to write it in a place, in a setting, that's not normally written about. So, like Rune or somewhere like that. If somebody mentioned maybe the Grey Havens, which I was like, oh my Ooh, gosh, yes, give I me would. a story set there. Yeah, Basically everywhere but Mirkwood and the Shire. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. <laughs> Just give me Markwood. But, um, yeah, so, and the winner of that, we're gonna read that one shot on here. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
go in or that. There's going to be, like, three weeks, three or four weeks, probably, um, between the actual prompt and the deadline to enter it, because we know a lot of y'all are in school, high school or college, or just have life. It's kind of a busy time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, whoever, um, whoever wins gets a shout out on the podcast, and uh, we'll probably feature your work. Yep, and then he's mentioned a couple other prizes. He said he'd, something Ooh. about covers, like he'd make a cover for the winner if they wanted it. Oh, nice. Go read Go read the um, the actual details. So this is the guy, the guy that's doing it, right? He's doing it, right? Yeah, it's it's okay. already, yeah, it's, so it's on, it's on, um... He, he's the one that we read his book today. He's the one yeah, that's doing Garethor it. Yeah, Garethor Dunedine. It's all, like, one word. Well, it's, there's yeah. no space in between now for his username. Yeah. And honestly, if you just start typing it in on iPad, you'll find it. I yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, go follow him on there. Read his shit. Stuff, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it do be that way sometimes. <laughs> it happens. It's been a very long day. It's been a... Um, Read his stuff and uh, enter the contest. Yeah. I'm excited to read some of them, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Definitely one. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try. I'm, I've been really tired lately, but. P.S. Whoever is judging this contest, if someone writes on the Grey Havens, is an automatic win. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I do want to read that one. Uh, I know. Me too. That would be so good. I think right now he's trying to decide which. Also, I would love to see Gandalf and Dumbledore. <laughs> Someone write that, please, in the Grey Haven. Oh, gosh. Okay, just make her heart happy and Life, do that. please. Please. Oof. All right, well, is that all we have? I guess so. I feel like I kind of butchered that. Do we have but... any? Oh. Oh, no, I think you did good. Oh, the printer's fixed. Oh, yeah? Which means I can print out Yoga Prints. Oh, can you do that before Saturday? Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, okay. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna break it up so that way I don't Use kill my parents. <laughs> yeah, Daddy's just gonna sit there looking at the printer and just like another heart attack just mounting. I know it's gonna be awful. <laughs> well, maybe you do like um, I don't know how many chapters do you think we could get through. Like if we're gonna um, go through it, if we're gonna go through it, I don't know. Maybe two or three. Yeah, something like that. So maybe print those out and... Yeah. Of course, I'm going to want... Yeah. I'll figure it out. I'll print as many as I can because I really want to get the whole thing. I want to be able to feel it. I ain't real if I can't feel it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Most of my life isn't real because it's all on the internet. Just... Yeah. You're not wrong. <laughs> including someone. <laughs> including my Including a friend. certain someone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I like you, I think. You do. I do. You do. <laughs> all right it's guys. recorded it's recorded <laughs> um all right is there anything else that's it for the week um follow our week. instagram chronicles underscore of underscore fiction same thing for the twitter yeah don't please follow me on twitter i don't have any followers uh, no there. followers are you using I don't, hashtags i don't really know well there's your problem <laughs> Hashtag podcast. Yeah, Hashtag you're right. I do need to do that more often. Good mm-hmm. to know. Good to know. I hate. You know what them. you can do? You can just come up with like five or ten hashtags and then copy it to your notepad, and then oh, copy yeah. and paste. Yeah, yeah. Every time you post something. Good idea. I know. You're smart. 
Well, actually, one of my other writer friends told me to do that. <laughs> She's like, here, use the hashtags. So yeah. Thank you. That's very smart. I didn't think about that. Yeah, okay, I'm going to start doing that. Maybe we just get some random followers on there. Yeah. But, oh, send us memes. Send us memes. <laughs> because. Do our brothers listen to this? I don't think so. They're kind of lame. Okay, and I was wondering, because you said they were sending memes back and forth to each other, and I didn't know. If... Oh, no, they're sending, like, normal memes, so oh, okay. not the good ones. Not the, not the good ones. <laughs> the one you posted the other day was really good about the elf names. Oh, yeah, that was Caleb sent that. That was amazing. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> My favorite is still the Glorfindel one. Yeah. yeah. His only description is that he's shiny, and he has great hair, he shows up and gives everybody alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Some and I want I want a really good Glorfindel fan fiction. That's what I yeah that's send that's me that I one. Want. That's all I want. Yeah, that's what this contest is for, right? right. Making us happy. With yeah, our... That's the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> Giving us very specific fan fiction one shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Until let us know how you liked. Yeah, his book so far, and. If you just absolutely hate it, let us know. We'll stop reading. <laughs> Actually, we probably won't. Actually, probably won't. Because but... I like it. Because so. she likes it. Sorry. Well, sorry. All right, guys. Well, how do you, how do you say bye in Elvish? Namade. Namade. Until next time. Until next time. Until next weekend. Until, until we meet again. Oh, wait. That's like a Christian hymn. <laughs> Is it? I think so. All right. Peace. I'll say this last goodbye. No, not really. You're stuck with us for a while. We could have finished this at exactly 50 minutes. But no, I guess we got to go for another hour, except for that I'm tired. (laughs) And And we're done. And we're done.